Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your hosts, Nate, Micah, and Andy. What up, boys? How we doing? Can you turn me up a little uh, bit? I mean, I'm doing pretty good because... <laughs> Guess we're what? Just, we're just biting our time because today's <laughs> February 1st and we're going... Uh, opening day. <laughs> opening night. Opening night. Opening night, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Was, op- was opening night technically after midnight last night? Yes. I don't see yes. why not. Okay. That's that would be correct. Yeah. We I know a couple that... I'm pretty sure we're out. Yeah, oh, after cool. midnight. Really? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I. I don't know for a fact, but I know historically <laughs> they are Calder and Deweese. Yeah, uh, they hit usually, up that first night. I mean, I don't blame. It's them. It's kind of a tradition, I think, for them. Yeah, kind of like opening day of archery in Missouri. Yeah, yeah or, I was gonna say baseball season, but you know. Okay, I don't okay. know why you would have went there. But <laughs> September fifteenth, right? Like that's that's a. True. Rite of passage in Missouri. I, I would think opening rifle would be apply more. But I don't because I don't get too excited say, about opening yeah. day of bow. I know a I don't lot think of I've people. Ever went September fifteenth? Oh, I uh, definitely no, no, don't. I have. have you? I know definitely. a lot of people that make sure they are in the woods September fifteenth. Sure, sure, definitely. Maybe but no like matter November first. Like I get. I don't know. Once it hits October, that's when it used I'm to be like, Halloween. Oh, yeah. Halloween was religious for me, and then well, I had now kids. I have kids. And right, womp, I haven't womp. hunted Halloween yeah. in about fifteen years. Yeah, folks. I haven't. Not in about probably seven, seven yep. or so, give or take. My daughter's fifteen, so yep, there it is. I really, years. I really do think they should move Halloween to the last Saturday of the month in October instead of doing it like during the week and all that. It really, I don't like it. I'd rather it be during the week. I'd rather be during the week because then I could hunt Saturday. That's yeah. true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I can see. But I want to hunt. Like, I don't know why, but it's just Halloween. Actually, I'd I be all right with, Halloween. like, the last Wednesday of the month. Yeah. That way I never have to worry about losing my weekend to Halloween. Something like that. Because if it's on a Friday, I might be able to hunt Friday night. Nope, can't go do it because I got to do Halloween shit. So, nope. Wednesday, perfect. Last okay. last Wednesday of the month, I'm going to start a petition on change.org. Is that a thing? Did you see that petition the Cincinnati Bengals started to replay the oh, game? Oh, I mean, I saw something like that, but I, I don't <laughs> Dude, <care. laughs> they're fans. Like, the players have been pretty cool about it. Like, I've read some articles. Like, players are pretty cool about it is what it is. But the fans, like, and I'm sure I'm sure if it was the other way around, Kansas City fans would say It has the been same. the other way around for sure. Kansas City fans. But I don't feel like we've been that bad. Oh, it's we've been screwed just as bad as them. I wouldn't say screwed. Oh, we, but we haven't cried like I don't, it. I don't feel like we got – Hey, to our, Cincinnati, to, our, for, to our listeners out there that are Bengals fans, we're – Fuck you. I mean <laughs> – <laughs> God, that sucks to suck. <laughs> but, man, like, jeez. It's just – and none of those – like, none of the – it's just funny because none of the bad calls had anything to do with the outcome of the game. Like, what they're crying about. Well, the only one that 
was a legitimately a penalty. Oh yeah, and that was it like was two and a half yards. Like you of- can't deny that. Like I don't play. I mean, like, I don't pay attention to shit when it comes to sports ball. But I was like, yeah, you can't do that, bro. And he ran over a dude on the sideline, like right. hyperextended his knee. That's exactly why we don't hit people out of bounds. Yeah, yeah it's like, come on. So yeah, if you're gonna, Dude, you know. and then uh, you back there, there's that pass interference, like holding call. Like if you watch the video, he, he literally had him. him turned around. Oh, yeah. and also we still ended up punting on that drive. So and I'm it sorry, didn't our matter. fans are so loud that you can't hear a whistle. But <laughs> oh, I did. I did read that. Like, oh, they should make that. A, yes, a it should penalty. go back to being a penalty because it used to be really the crowd noise used to be a penalty. Yeah, like well, remember John Elway used to yep. cry about it in in our stadium. Yep, and it's just hilarious. It is what it is, man. Sorry about you. Sorry our fans are badass. We've waited so many years, and we're dog shit. Dude, I have suffered my my entire – most of my entire adult life. I never watched the Chiefs win even a playoff game, and I would watch them lose. And they gave us so the much most, hope. Yeah, and they would lose first in the most – First round. We can make well, first round. They were beating the uh, Colts one year 31-3 to and lost. Yeah. I think I remember that one. They would have just this – all this hope, and it would just crush. be crushed. And – uh it's, just, it's nice. It's I do nice. feel like Burrow is a little Brady-esque. He'll oh. get his. Oh, he'll get his. He's good. He's a good ball yeah. player. That's a good team. Yeah. I ain't got no problem with the Bengals team. No. Although, calling it Burrowhead, that's what yeah, you get for talking shit. That. <laughs> you effed up there, bro. Done and they even, up, they even admitted it. Like, they admitted it. Like, I like, like Joe Burrow's response was like, man, that's what makes the game fun. Like, at the end, we all respect each other. Yeah, there's trash talk. I mean, that's sports in general. He's like, but that's just part of it. Like, it's just fun like we're not personally yeah. upset with each other <laughs> if you don't like it stop it right right but uh let's talk hunting. Yeah, let's talk about hunting <laughs> we got a on a quick tangent i don't know um, if we've ever talked about sports ball that much today we're gonna kind of do a little bit i don't know if it's a, really a bs session but andy and i hunted in the uh world's tournament i guess you'd call it quote unquote and really we're just gonna we're not specifically gonna talk about that tournament but we will we're just gonna kind of talk about what it's like to hunt a tournament for us, the differences that, you know, we kind of experience compared to just normal hunting when we go hunting, yeah. and, um, that tournament in particular. And then uh, we, had, we had a depredation tag this year too, and we're going to talk about, you know, what those are. You just kind of the stuff around that and, and you know, kind of fill some voids uh, over the next couple weeks or over this week. We got some really good coyote stuff coming out uh, here soon. Yep. So – this is kind of that filler week. Andy's like, what? I'm like, well, I mean, I got some emails to send, but they'll, they'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't okay. you worry about it. You just plan on being here, bud. Uh, so, we're going to do sponsors real quick? Yeah, let's do sponsors, and then we'll get into that it. That way I don't have to do it. So, Or do you guys want me to do it? You know and you know, I like to do it, apparently. No, he does like to do no, it. No, he does. Okay, so uh, – Let's start with hmm, Huntworth gear, since we're going to be wearing that tonight because it's cold. What are you guys wearing tonight? I'll be wearing my Saskatoon pants. Man, I'm so bad with all that names of them. I mean, you're doing heat boost, boost, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'll be wearing my pants, which are Saskatoon, uh-huh. and my Matterhorn coat, probably. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm doing my American Express card. <laughs> Never leave home without it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm doing the Matterhorn bibs and the Saskatoon coat. And I'll have my best with me. Should too. I try my bibs tonight? I haven't worn them yet. I got my bibs, and then I think it's, it's the Saskatoon's the bigger one, right? No, the Saskatoon's no, the smaller. Saskatoon's so the I got the I got the, the Matterhorn coat. If I you have bibs, it's the Matterhorns for sure. Yeah, bibs or Matterhorn. I, have, yeah. I got both. Should I wear my bibs tonight? When, uh, let me ask you a question because I've never worn bibs when it's cold like this. 
do I need to wear like my uh, hoodie since the bibs go up around like your chest? I'm wearing this and putting my bibs and then my jacket and coat. I'm wearing a regular hoodie. Yeah. And now I'll put my bibs on over it and then I'll put the coat on. I don't like base layers. It's like it, those bibs help kind of seal you in a little bit, a little oh, extra yeah. layer. Maybe I'll, maybe if I wore the pants, somewhere. I would be wearing a vest. Mm-hmm. But with the bibs, I feel like I don't need a vest. I mean, I'm taking it. I take my vest all the time. So I don't blame you. Yeah. So you do run back to the truck if you get a little chilly. No, I'll probably just wear it, and if I get hot, I'll just take it off. Mm. Sexy. I mean, it's night, dude. It's gonna be what below. It's already. 20 it's already something. 27. Yeah, so it's probably gonna be around 25. Perfectly still guess. night though. Mm. No, it's going to be about six mile an hour wind. It's like 26. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. it's pretty pretty still. Oh, like southwest, right? Yeah. Southwest is going to be perfect for where we're going. Yeah. So so uh, check them out, huntworthgear.com. Use the code MWW15 for 15%. They are still having, yeah, when this comes out, this should still be part of their winter clearance sale. I think it's over and on Did that. you guys look at some of those sales? They're good. Like, they Legit. had some really good sales going on. Yeah. So... Go check it out. I know a friend of mine bought some stuff, and it was much better than using our code. Right. Yeah. He Which, tried to still use our code. You can't. Yeah, yeah you can't stack it. all right. I mean, but, we want uh, you guys to get the best deal. We're not getting any yeah, credit. we don't care. We don't yeah. get paid because you use our code. No. Nope. Yeah. We want you to get the best deal. So does Huntworth. Yep. Best deal and best gear. Woohoo! Oh, and by the way, got a story on that. Funny. So my buddy. Uh, Calder? No. <laughs> uh, Another buddy. Bought a bunch of Huntworth stuff, and the first time he ever wore it, on his uh, Matterhorn bibs, the inseam, the seam on his uh, reinforced butt tore. And I'm like, of course it has to happen to a friend of mine that I'm like, this stuff's the shit, you know. And it is. I've never had that happen in my stuff. Same. So he's like, what should I do? I abuse the shit out of my stuff. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's like, what should I do? I'm like, just email him. Within a few hours, they had another set on the way. Yep. Customer so, service, top notch. Yeah, they'll take care of you. Yep. So uh, check them out, huntworthgear.com. Samberland boots. I'm going with the Beltoros tonight. I'm, I'm wearing gonna, my insulated ones. And I'm going to wear the uh, heated insoles I got. I'm wearing those heated socks. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Yep. It's going to get a little chilly. But, yeah. Love my Zamberlands. Me too. And those Mastodons, I think, is what I wear. Man, they're insulated. They help so much. But my horrible circulation apparently it still ends up getting to me mm-hmm. but those heated socks are paired with them nice there you go habitat works now is the time dude we need to get dustin on here pretty quick we yeah. are yeah we've got an idea for a show with dustin and we need to pull that off pretty soon um it's gonna involve a little more work than just a show mm-hmm. there's gonna be some leg work up front and then a show um but he wants to do it we want to do it it's a matter of finding time to do it. That's the right. hard part. And right yeah. now, like, if you guys haven't been out in the woods, go look at your trails. Look at your – now's the time to be making those preparations, giving Dustin the call, getting the work done so you're not pushing it last minute. Right. Yep. So check him out. Habitat Works, 816-752-7390. Mention us when you call him and you get 15% off any of his services, which include timber stand improvement, forestry mulching, prescribed fire, Mapping and planning services, you name it, he kind of does it out there. Um, Black Ovis, use the code MWW10 for 10% off. What you doing there, bud? (laughs) Uh, Black Ovis, you know, online retail store. Uh, I heard through the grapevine. Actually, I'm not even going to say it because I don't know if that's factual. I don't either. But something cool might be happening there. 
but not uh, that there's not anything cool happening there already dude, but uh anything was, hunter related they got from stands to boots to archery they got saddles gear to, i was yes. checking out saddles the other day so i'm gonna i'm gonna be getting me one this year for yeah. sure definitely definitely gonna be oh boys talking about black ovis yes we, we are. are just got all the stuff that they have up there hey i gotta say something about black ovis I want to say congratulations to our main contact at Black Ovis. He took a new position. Marcus. Yeah. Yeah, Marcus is uh, – he's actually leaving. He's going to be leaving him, which sucks. But yeah, we congrats like Marcus. to Marcus. And uh, we look forward to staying in contact with him, planning on having the show still. Uh-huh. But I uh, want to say congrats to him. Great working with you. Yep. Good dude. And uh, did you already do all the stuff then? Yep. Talk. I'm winded yeah. from walking upstairs. <laughs> God. But Camo Fire, Camo Fire, get your app updated. If you haven't, you probably have already. Rotating door of awesome deals. Don't get on there. That's, that's a good way to describe rotating door. Yeah, rotating door what of it is. excellent deals. So, and last but not least, Athlon Optics. Sighted my sighted my new rifle in yesterday. They're, they're not last. They're Just nice. so, so we got one oh, more. Did I miss one? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Idiot. My, but my bad. Athlon Optics. Sighted my new Aries in the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I take that back. I got close. <laughs> I ran out of daylight. Like, I rushed Uh-oh. home. I ran out of daylight, and I was doing it. I was, like, standing up. I, yeah. I don't like shooting at my house. My backyard, my back pasture is, like, not mowed. So, I was, like, standing with my tripod and everything. And I got close. And I was like, Russell, I need you to get, <laughs> get this. <laughs> fine-tune this I for me. I need you to fine-tune this for me before Saturday because we got a tournament coming up. So, He's going to take care of that for me this uh, tomorrow or the next day. Go. So I'm pretty excited. Get but your, that get glass is – I mean, Dude. me and you, we, we've ran more of the budget ones. Yeah. There is a there is a big difference in oh, the glass. Yeah, so the budget ones was still the best scope I'd ever owned to that point. Right. And still have no qualms about picking up the guns that those are on and shooting them. I'm mm-hmm. comfortable with them, love them. For sure. But when I stepped – I stepped up to the Midas and – I'm in love with it. Yeah. Yeah. And see, the Midas isn't even Japanese glass, and it's still that. That's nice. I think the Midas is. I don't believe it is. I, I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure the Aries and the Kronos are the only ones Japanese. I know those are. But I could be wrong. But what I'm saying is that Midas is, is sweet. Midas Tack is the Midas one. Midas Tack, yep. yeah. Uh, the 5 by 25 and. But even it. their budget-friendly stuff, I mean, hell, our, our buddy Austin yeah. has been running, had been running that stuff. He's been running the the budget, the, the of most budget. budget of budget, the Talos. Yeah, yeah like a two hundred dollar like, one from Amazon or something. He bought it originally. Yeah. So I mean, they all do the job, you know. Especially if people that want to get into coyote hunting, and they all got that lifetime. You can buy a couple so. hundred dollar gun if you don't have one, and a couple hundred dollar scope. Yep. And go kill dogs, for sure. Check them out. Alps Outdoors, outdoors. not last and not least. It is last and not least. <laughs> Absolutely not least. I'm starting to I, come up with my list of things I need to get for if we ever go and actually camp out on the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> like I need to get I need to get my t- get oh, a tent. Happening. I need to get a tent. And I th- and probably need to get some stuff for like cooking. I mean, this is a whole rabbit hole here, but I'm I'm it, it's it's going. If I have down. to take the big tent up there. I'm taking the big tent up there. Oh, I'm See, planning you on got a tent. Going you have a tent. There. Yeah, you have a tent already. So do I. Single, right? Like so a little. Well, I'm taking the big one. We're all going. Why? I know, but I'm just saying. You have a tent. You have a tent. If I get a tent, then the only other people would be Russell and Albert, mm-hmm. Roger. Well, that's if they want to go up there. They want to go up there. 
they're gonna we're There's gonna no drag options. them up there. Okay, I'm fine with that. Now anyway, I'm assuming I'll be. But with you, you guys. are putting together a list. Yeah. yeah, I'm putting together a list for that because I mean, if you think about it, we got eight months, nine months. I don't know. Eight yeah. months till we leave. So that's gonna go quick. Use the code Woodswater for thirty percent off. Huge savings because they got that stuff. Yeah. I'm assuming I'm gonna be with you guys, but did you know I put in for Wyoming? I was Have planning you? on putting in for Wyoming. That ended yesterday. Well, didn't I'm not putting in for Wyoming. <laughs> not putting in for Wyoming this Whoops. year. Wait, do you have did have you been buying points for Wyoming? I had a point. Oh, so you had you have one. I have one. So I had I was gonna put in for a two. point. I I bought the last two years. What the hand you put in Wyoming, can you put it for a point later? Yeah, you buy points yeah. in the summertime. Okay. Yeah, but to put in for the draw no, is now. Well, I put in because I got two points. So does Russell. Mm-hmm. And he's been hearing that they're going to – right now it's a general draw mm-hmm. that they're going to change it to kind of like what Colorado and all these other states do next year. Yeah. And so he's like, we are stupid not to try, even though we have about a 7% chance of drawing. It's better than 0%. Is it a group or, you know, oh, yeah, party tag? Wyoming because you na- – like basically party how they tag? do it, it's you a- put in your points, you get two entries, right, into the draw. Three counting the one you're buying. Well, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, I, th- yeah, I believe I understand what you're saying. It's yeah. a lottery. It's more of a lottery draw. Kind, yeah, kind of, but it's based, a weighted draw, and it is weighted because if you do party like me and Russell did, it's based on your average number of tags, which we both have two or two right. points. So, so they have an average of two. twice, right? So we have like a seven point eight percent chance of drawing based on go hunt. Better in but, some hey, places like New Mexico. And yeah, stuff. I'm like, dude. And he's right. We stupid not to try. Yeah. And if we don't, then we go buy our point. And then next year, if they do some crazy stuff, because everybody's been hearing weird things about Wyoming, about them getting rid of the non-resident slowly. And I don't know if you've heard some of those. Yeah, I've heard some stories. Stuff they did. So he's like, dude, we'd be stupid not to. So we did. If we happen to draw, I guess I won't be up on the mountain with you. But yeah. uh, we will be because we're not going to draw. I've never, never been that know. lucky in my life. Although yeah, lucky, Russell, Russell, Russell's Russell lucky. Did draw New Mexico. You're, oh, yeah, you're one. He got it. So you think he, it's lucky now after the fact? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it might have been unlucky. It's not our fault. He didn't do his due diligence and put in the work. <laughs> I'm the one who told him. I'm the one who told him what unit to get. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't look through. I mean, the there whole was unit. elk there. Right. No, I don't. I don't also know. A, just a lot just, more. People. I'm just giving him shit. But. Uh, Anyway. All right, is that our sponsors? That's it. All right, let's get into some coyote hunting. All right, you boys, y'all went to the Worlds Tournament. I was jealous. I We've didn't done a few tournaments so far this year. Done a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But y'all went – I, I kind of want to talk about the Worlds one because I didn't get to go to that one. I'm kind of jealous I didn't. I'm After hearing and knowing what happened that day as far as weather and conditions – uh, I'm glad I saved my money because oh, it, it yes. was a big entry fee. It was fee. a $750 per team entry fee. Yep. Yeah. So you three. 56 total teams, I think. Limit. I don't know if 56 signed up or not. Maybe it was 54th I signed up, but, I think. You uh, right at it. I thought, yeah, I thought that because, I mean, but it was a big money winner. Like, first place was, 21, I think, $21,000. So, I mean, there's some there's a lot of money on the line. Uh, break it down. How did it go? Well, this is the negative of tournaments. If you and I, us three, were like, hey, you going to, let's go coyote hunting today. Last Saturday would have been the last damn weather I would have picked to go hunting in. And it's going to happen to us again this Saturday for the Midwest Wildlife Tournament. 
it's going to be in the mid-50s and windy as shit. Yep. And that's what it was last Saturday. Warm. I went hunting. Too warm. Um, yeah, and, and windy, well, you and know. It's during a weather change. There's a front moving in, so therefore they're probably not going to move. You know, and you never know how it's going to be, but I'm saying if I was going to go, if I was looking at a cold front was heading to us. Yeah. Okay. So like Friday was a good day. Right. If I was looking at Friday or Saturday just to go coyote hunting, I would have been like, hey, we're going hunting Friday. And Sunday was a good day. Yeah. A lot of people killed Sunday. So that's what sucks about tournaments is you're hunting the day the tournament is it's just that's right. what you got it's, right i mean you but for the most part i say most part because you know this world's tournament was a widespread tournament but everybody's dealing with the same conditions that's not always the case because there's people spread out wide enough mm-hmm. you got away from some weather patterns there's yeah. people hunting anywhere from kansas arkansas um way north southern missouri, missouri all the way to north missouri all almost to iowa north kansas south kansas yeah. i mean People in this tournament were hunting within, well, I don't know, 200 miles of yeah. Butler. Probably. Me, that's not worth it. Like, if I know, I mean, I don't want to travel that far for a tournament. But I guess if for you, 21 if, grand, if, and say, I think truly, the odds are, right. yeah. If you sure. truly felt like you had a shot to win 21 grand. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. I've had weekends I felt like I truly could have had a shot. Could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> Last and weekend, no. we, My team, we were very... Like we felt really good. Yeah. Even with same. the weather that was gonna be, we're like, dude, we're we're on some ground that's gonna be awesome. We know we, we went and scouted it. We had a plan for everything. We're like, we got this. You know, yep. I'm not saying we were like ready to win it or anything like that, but we felt really confident. Mm-hmm. Like you were gonna have action most Yeah. I mean you yes. like gonna we're gonna see on. dogs, right? I'm gonna be honest with you. This has nothing to do with the two dudes I was hunting with. It was a great day. Purse for, as a personal person, might have been the worst day of coyote hunting I've ever experienced. There's other reasons. We'll get into it. Dude, we didn't hear. We did hear coyotes very first thing in the morning a couple miles away. We did not even see a coyote until our second to last set of the day. That makes for a very long day. That's a long day. And we had man. 17 sets. Yeah, that's a long day. It was just like bad bad luck after bad luck i i know i remember like after our fourth set we're moving to another spot and we're driving by in this whole section before we get to where we're at they're running dogs yep they're and we're, dogs we're just like coyote dogs yeah they're running coyote Hounds dogs and, yeah. not in the tournament i right. at least they, they better not have been but people were running dogs and we're just like oh shit which is funny cuz normally we see that on our like any other tournament but we know the people in our area that run dogs, so we call them like, hey, man, like we got this big tournament coming up. Would you mind giving us this one weekend? Like We don't normally like call them and ask. It just is what it is. Right. But like, oh, yeah, we'll just go run the next, you know, Wherever, county somewhere. over. Yeah. We'll, go, we'll go someplace else just for that day. And honestly, we don't mind them running because they kind of stir them up. If we kill some in an area, they push them around. So we, we kind of talked really about that after about the fact. So do I'm sorry to cut you off. So these hound hunters or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, dog hunters, do they do it quite a bit in their area? Oh, they they are yeah, pretty in hardcore. The, in the area we call a lot them, of the they same. They are out there a lot. Okay, and you're still calling in dogs mm-hmm. in those areas because, like up north, you know, we've only been a handful of times, but I've heard a lot, and I know people that run hounds up there. I was always curious how those dogs, those coyotes, mm-hmm. react to calling. Well, they're not getting called. 
after being ran by dogs. And if you think about that, that they're, they're not getting called. Right. So, but what we experienced, so to, to, to make it easy, where we saw the dogs being ran, we hunted the same way we planned on hunting. Mm-hmm. And then we talked to a farmer at the end of the day. We made, we, we did a big, um, what do you call it, audible. Ended up driving another 45 minutes south. This guy let us get on his stuff. And we got in the se- in the section, in the middle of the section. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, hey, we're going to pop in right here. Then we saw dogs. Then we called them in. Yeah. I think, and this is just what I experienced the one time, when you're in an area where dogs get ran heavy, it might be best to hike a little further and get in the middle. Right, because they're dumping dogs out by roads. Because dogs are getting used to shot being shot off of roads when they're getting ran. Because these guys park their trucks on the sections, you know, and when the dogs come out of the draw, you know, whatever, I don't know. But that's what I saw. Right. <laughs> uh, so when we went into the middle of these sections, these sections of uh, property, then all of a sudden we started calling dogs Yeah. out. Um, I'm not saying – because there was other factors. The wind finally died down towards the end of the day. That helped us. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're not they're not getting called in that, that area, as far as we know. So, but two tournaments ago, we had guys running dogs in the area. And we talked to them. And they're like, oh, no, we're going east. Like, we haven't even been over there. Go ahead. So, we went to one of our normal spots and called. And we start calling. Well, we ended up killing this. We think it's this guy out the next tournament because we figured out what it was doing. It circled us hard, hard, hard to get our wind. And we could hear hounds running. The hounds had actually changed direction and went the opposite way. The guys thought they were going to push and were coming our direction. They were still way, I mean, they're still a mile off, but you could hear them. If we could hear them, coyotes can hear them, right? Right. We still called a coyote in, circled our call downwind, got our wind and started booger barking at us. So with hounds barking, they were, this coyote was still booger barking at us. And actually, um, it's like it didn't care. Someone missed a shot. We could have killed it and missed it. Well, the, this one worlds, we one of the coyotes we killed. We actually planned ahead, same wind direction as that day. We slipped a guy around and covered the field that it circled into. Mm-hmm. He had to cross a creek, a pretty good sized creek. And so, sure enough, we were calling. We seen this coyote come, start circling. It was through a through a timber line. I could see it, and, you know, I was running the call, so I could see, I want to see my call. I could see it circling on the other side of the creek. Sure enough, came through right out into the field and to get our wind, and we had somebody there this time. So. Yeah, bang. Is that but the one dog you got? That was the one dog we got. One dog <laughs> <is> <laughs> the one. Yeah. yeah, and you want me to just kind of tell you about go ahead, my horse? Yeah, day, go through like yours, the, and then we'll the go through Andy's day. Because it's, it's kind of comical looking back. So, uh, and I – I will definitely make sure this isn't an issue moving forward, although it shouldn't have been. But um, So I'd say probably like the fourth sit of the day, we hop out, and I put my gun in the um, the tripod, and I tighten it down. I use an ARCA mount on my gun. Uh, and we're walking through the field, and I just all of a sudden hear. So the way we were, we were quick and light. Like we didn't have packs on. We would put our tripods on our shoulders and carry our guns already mounted and ready to go. And I'm walking, and then I hear, Shh, my gun mm. slides out of the Arkham mount and falls on the ground. So part of me is like, man, I don't know, what you, did I forget to tighten it? 
you know, when we got out, did something, you know, distract me? Damn, that sucks. It, luckily, it just fell real softly, you know, onto the wet ground, mm-hmm. and we went and hunted, didn't see anything. The next set, I get out of the truck, set my tripod up, slide the gun in, forget something in the truck, turn around, grab something to turn around and see my tripod just slowly. Because oh. it was so windy. Into a ditch. <laughs> the ditch was full of a lot of grass, so it, once again, kind of was a pillowy windy. fall, but... At that point, Daryl's just like, dude, I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> this is just like, whatever. So we go to that set, don't see shit. Maybe two or three sets later, we get out, hook my stuff up, walking around the truck, and my gun slides out of that mount again. And I'm like, dude, I know I tightened that down. I know it. And I, the problem is, on my my tripod, the the tightening ball, I guess you'd call it on the Arca thing, is not very big. And I actually noticed with another brand is the exact same size. I don't grip. I just can't grip it very well, and I must not be getting it tight enough. The for little the, fingers you got. Little tiny fingers yeah. for the weight of my gun that's in it. Which that, one it, you were, were you doing the twenty two two fifty? Yeah, which is an AR-10. It's right. It's heavy. Because I was doing the same thing when we were night hunting with right, the depredation and I, tag. And I was doing that whenever the last tournament I was in, cause, yeah. and I had didn't have any problems. So – uh must just be the weight of the gun. I'll be honest with you. I was not. I was straight up not having a good time at that moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that would kind of put a damper on. Oh, that. It, gets, it gets worse. <laughs> I was just look, I think about something. My, I have a an, the arc amount I have. Yeah. And I re- didn't realize what they're for, but there's some screws on the bottom. Yeah, you can you can do those. They're a for leveling, and also you put them in there and they won't slide out. They won't let it slide. The only thing that sucks. With, Say what now? Yeah, so your arc you rail, yours has it too, because you have this. We have the same arc rail, except I have the longer one now, on my new rifle. But they have deals where you can put two nuts on each of the corners. <laughs> the only problem is you can't slide it in. You have to undo your arc rail all the way. Correct. And put it. In, you know how and you have to like put it in an angle. Oh uh, yeah, you got to go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got to put it in that, that keeps way. It from but that will keep it from sliding Ooh. out. You have to show me that tonight. Yep. Yeah, it should. I'm, like that. Yeah, it should have it. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It should have came with four little little tiny bolts oh, God, to go I hope on I the know side. Where they are. Yeah. Anyways, so that happens. And so at this point, we haven't seen any dogs. I've dropped my freaking gun three times. I'm just, I'm just like this. This yeah. sucks, right? Then we go to our next set. I think it's our next set. We walk quite a ways in. We cross a creek. We do our calling. Don't see anything. We're leaving. And I'm talking to John, and I, I hop over this creek that we hopped over on the way in. Just a little, you know, three-foot hop. I'm not really paying attention because I did it already once. It's not a big one. And as soon as my foot hits the mud, it slides out from under me, and I fall straight down onto my bad knee. Mm. And my heel touches my ass. And my leg on this left side has not moved like that in 15, 20 years. So I do that, and I felt like I did something as soon as I did it. And I stand yeah. up, and I'm like, oh, no. And John's like, what's wrong, man? You all right? And I'm like, I think I just tore my knee. I limp all the way back to the truck. <laughs> I'm like, no yeah, sympathy. Dude, he just laughs. Dude, oh, it gets better. I limp all the way to the truck, and I'm just like, I hate the world. <laughs> and I'm just so glad I wasn't there. I, I, was, I was hot, so – I was we me and John actually both changed our pants. We're both sitting there in base layers. <laughs> and I'm just like Daryl's like, dude, what's wrong? Like, do you wanna 
are you hurt? I'm like, I'll tell you what. There's four ibuprofen in that bag right there. Hand them to me. I took it. I'm like, we'll just see. And I still am not. <laughs> Nate acts like it was ibuprofen and some Vicodin or something. <laughs> yeah. like, there's some, there's some ibuprofen. Well, I, I knew it was going to stop the swelling. I'm still not positive I didn't tear something on the inside because it's still doing some stuff, but I'm cautiously optimistic I didn't do it. Yeah. So, anyway, dropped my gun three times. Thought I tore my knee. Um, finally, at the end of the night, we do get into some dogs. Killed one. Could have got maybe one more, but it was a good time. You yeah. know, once you once you finally are able to see coyotes, it makes the struggle much better. And, you know, I had a great time hunting with Daryl and John. It was really enjoyable. Um, we had fun. We laughed. It, Mountain Dew was, you know, a, a, a joke the entire time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you called me about, <laughs> about – at one point you called me to talk to me about something, and – yeah, we're pretty beat up. You know, John wants to go get a Mountain, get a Mountain Dew, Dew. Get a Mountain Dew. And I think I was like, tell him to suck it the F up. There's a lot of money on the line, man. Get after it, boys. Well, and uh, it, guys, put perspective, not only, you know, to win was 21000 but, like, the side pots were a couple thousand bucks a piece. Really? Right? Were they so, up there that much? I want to say, like, 22000 2200 Were those like a separate entry? Or was yeah. that part of? So they put, they put. Yeah, they were. $750 or $730, they adjusted it into each pot. And then if you wanted to enter the pot, it was 25 bucks per pot. And there was big female, big male, and mangiest. Okay. And then there was a black dog bounty of 730 mm-hmm. as well. So uh, we ha- we actually, so the dog we killed was just an average size male. So we knew we weren't going to win big do- big male. So we actually, uh, by the end of the night, we get done, and we're like, you guys want to go to check-ins? Not really. How about we just go get some dinner? <laughs> so we went and sat down and ate at a restaurant and enjoyed ourselves, and then home by 8.30, I think. It was it was kind of nice, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. There you go. But, uh, yeah, it was just like, that's that's tournaments. You You never know. There's been tournaments where I have felt like I did Saturday. Man, we're going to get into them. It's going to be great. And then it's just, just hot garbage. And then there's been other tournaments like when we got fifth uh, a couple years ago at uh, that one. I can't remember which one, but I didn't. I didn't have any. I did not feel like we were going to do very well that tournament because we had never been to several of the farms that we hunted. Right, they were kind of. We were just like, hey, hey let's go you, sit here, or yeah, hey, why don't you guys go sit over there or something like that. Right. Uh, but that ended up being a pretty good day for us. We saw quite a bit of dogs, and so you never like it's just. Yeah, it's that's hunting in general, but then know, in tournaments it just kind of look at the draw. And you hunt, Andy. Let me ask you this: Do you guys hunt differently sometimes in tournaments than you would in a normal day? Always, definitely, always hunt right? differently. And we actually, I was talking about this with Austin the other day. Like, I think he heard it on a different podcast, but like you know, you need to be hunting to enjoy it, and you know, put pressure on yourself during these tournaments to push mm-hmm. and you have to execute, have to kill dogs. And that was our problem right. is we kind of took the fun out of it. I don't say took the fun out of it, but like we put I some pressure because we had, expe- like, you I'm could- not going to lie. We expected like to do good. Like we had planned all year. We had went out and scouted spots. <clears throat> we put some pressure on ourselves. Right. Had some self expectations that we we're going to try. I mean, on, if we could have you a wanted good a place and good, yeah. And get into some coyotes. We thought we could kill seven eight coyotes you know um 
that wasn't the case. Yeah. But anyway, but no, we absolutely do. I mean, we yeah. had completely differently. And what's crazy is sometimes, like, so the last when we finally saw dogs, we know we noticed that the double that we had come in was after about eighteen minutes of calling. Mm-hmm. Most of our sets that day, we were leaving by then. So you guys are doing a lot faster. I'll be honest with you, we don't go. Well, it just depend. It was like it would be it. It was between fifteen and thirty minutes, you know. But mm-hmm. we never went over thirty. And sometimes after about fifteen minutes, we're like, dude, it's windy as hell here. They're not like we're calling that little hauler right there. If they're not here yet, they're not coming. Mm-hmm. And we might have screwed ourselves. You know, you never know, obviously. But with the ones we had came uh, come in, where I think it was after seventeen minutes, and. They didn't come in hard. No. It was just like, doot, 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 you know, kind of slinking down. so cautious all day long, I felt like. Now, we did have one coyote come in hard. That dude, that coyote was sprinting straight to the call. Um, And it was after about a minute and a half of calling. Like, it was, we started calling. Those are the ones you want. Unfortunately, (laughs) he was coming downwind. He was getting to stop for a brief second. Dude, I... I did not see it, but Daryl explained it. Like the second he hit our scent, our Never scent, stop. he it was like a wall, like Locked a up. leash on him. Yeah, like, yeah. and then just bolted and took some running shots at him and and didn't hit him. But so that dog was let's go right now. But the other ones were very just do 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 do. And then we actually when we were leaving that set had a dog sneaking up the backside and we were walking out and guess how long that was about after 25 minutes well, so yeah, some of those like when you feel like you know, let's go right now is when you can screw yourself like over the years i've you know had that right a lot of times like oh, we're done here you get up stand up turn around and you're like well that there's, there's a dog yeah. yeah and that can happen to you in tournaments oh, because you're like time. this spot's no good we got it you know we got to be moving right yep and and I've always done that, and we've always said, "Oh, we got to be more patient afterwards." And then we always end up going faster, yeah. you know, like, "Well, let's go, let's go," you know, or whatever. So, uh, it, I mean, it was a any day hunting is better than not hunting. But yeah. from a success standpoint, and my equipment and my body standpoint, it's pretty poverty. <laughs> How about your day? It started off good. Started off real good. First stand, uh, what didn't take long. I played a couple howls, and I had two different groups howling back at me, <clears throat> and I completely botched it. Called in zero. Uh, I think I know what I did, but um, I chose the wrong direction to take it. Instead of pressuring them back, I played a little bit uh, softer, more submissive. I should have, I think, challenged them. So they were like, "Ah, oh, that guy's a bitch anyway." Yeah, kind. I guess. <laughs> I, I mean. I don't know. Whatever I did didn't work mm-hmm. and uh, didn't call anything in the first stand. Uh, second stand, same kind of scenario you're talking about. Usually if you're in a good spot, you got something coming in first couple sounds, 10 minutes or less. Sometimes it takes some coaxing. You're in that, you know, 15, 20 minute range. This one came in in that 15, 20 minute range and it slipped around this pond dam on us. And this is the one that Austin went live on, wasn't it? Yep. I saw this yep. one. Yeah. yeah I, I, haven't, I haven't watched that, actually. I forgot he went live. I should go back and find <laughs> the that. The one that he did that day, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's the only one he did do go live. This coyote slips around the pond dam, and it was going to be downwind if it wasn't already downwind very quickly. Mm-hmm. So we had to had to make a decision pretty quick. And 
it got skittish as soon as it came around this pond dam started getting skittish like it was going to leave and we were going to shoot you know everything and got it stopped well it stopped looked back and it was one of those it could have at any second took off Austin made a decision to take a shot quick and we honestly have no clue how he missed <laughs> it, he claims that he was um you know leveled on him there's a chance he might have hit a fence we don't know for sure there was a couple strand fence down there but um so he shot low right so he felt he shot low the pond like just from his shooting he said he felt low but he splashed the pond behind him okay uh, so that makes you so think high. i felt high but obviously we'll never know right but anyway so that was that set and we kind of packed up hey, after uh, that. russell just walked in here russell come on he hey, you want to get up hop on here with us all right, man. <laughs> get information. Hey, yo, get that. I'll plug that in. Oh, sorry. I'm spilling shit. Anyway, so that was our, our second set. Third set, we went, and that was the one I, I described earlier. We had a plan. We knew kind of what those that coyote was doing in that right. area, and it worked. And uh, as we were leaving, we did see a second one spill out the backside of the timber. We killed the male. I think the female was spilling out the backside. Um, so, I mean, there was a potential for three coyotes right there. Um, we only had one dead at that time. And I'm trying to think. The next spot we went to, we thought, never been called before This from this way. like Five of them were going to pop out, you thought. There was a possibility. Like, right. It truly was. Yep. Um, a good friend of mine lives in the house on that farm and was sending me Snapchats. And that's how I kind of had got permission from that place. And was sending me Snapchats like, hey, they're out here in the morning. About every weekend he would be home, about 9 o'clock, coyotes. Well, guess what time we're about to be there? 9 o'clock. About 9 o'clock. It was a matter of time that, you know, we were going to match up with them. We're almost to where we're going to go completely prone on a terrace. I've always wanted to do that. I don't know why, but that's just cool. We're just gonna lay. I mean, we had everything. We we're carrying our pack, like, like layout rolls. Like we had planned this out. Yeah. Almost there, and this coyote stands up at about two thirty, two forty. Stands up, looks at us, walks, run, like jogs to the top of the terrace, shakes, and then kind of starts like jogging like around the edge of the terrace. Well, we had when we seen him, we had all dropped down. I was going to shoot off a bag. The other two had put bipods on their guns. Well, I am an idiot, and I sit on my ass. So I couldn't <laughs> shoot. Like, I could shoot on my knee, but... Right. And I was like... I had my pack on with call and everything in it, so I was kind of bundled. Like, I, I was... I had too much stuff going on. Right. So I was like, screw it. You guys shoot him. Well, we shot at him, and that one ran off. So we never actually called. Uh, that one. Yeah. He, uh, he skated away with uh, some lead chasing him, but... Yeah. Uh, so that could have, you know, could have been four on that. And then the rest of the day went to absolute shit for us. We did not call in another coyote. The rest, oh, no, sorry, sorry, I lie. I lie. Second to last set of the day. I was going to say because I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Second to last set of the day, there's just nothing was happening. I was starting to get frustrated. And uh, I was like, you know what? I've already seen a bunch of deer here, so I just started playing fawn in distress, which I never do. I don't believe it actually works very well, and maybe I'm just an idiot and wrong. But I was playing fawn in distress, and this coyote comes out of the very edge of the timber, probably 40 yards from me. 
and I, I just made a comment that Jared right in front of us. Literally walked out 10 feet, never stopped. Walked out, turned around, ran in. I mean, I didn't even have time to swing my rifle in that direction. Hmm. Uh, the only thing we can think is it came out straight downwind of the call. It did not have our wind. There's no chance in that. Smelled your but scent from the call. Either smelled the scent from the call or it came out there and did not smell a fawn. Did not smell a deer right there and was gone. Like, it gave us zero no opportunities. Hmm. Uh, and immediately I tried to hit pup distress, see if I could, you know, get it to run back out Nothing. or run in and out of the timber, something. Nothing. That's what sucks about, like, with tournaments to win, like, you guys killed one, should have been at least three. Three for sure. We killed one, should have or could have been three. Yeah. That to win, done it. you can't have, like, the, have those it. things can't. I mean, well, now that, that day, me, Ru- me and Russell. And hey, let's, uh, let's pause yeah, here. By the way. Um, 41 minutes into the, 43 minutes into the recording. Hey, Russ is here. What's up, man? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. He just got here. We're going to do some uh, thermal hunting after yeah. this. So. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. But, no, uh, getting back to it, that day that, you know, we, we all went guy. on the tournament, What we should have had seven dead that day, potentially. Mm-hmm. At least you know, if, if you kill everyone. If you right. kill, if everything went perfect, we could have had seven in the truck. So we had other friends hunting it. I won't say their names, but they pulled the trigger on nine coyotes. Eight coyotes won this tournament. Yeah. They pulled the trigger on nine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Killed I four. I bet they were pretty beat up. They weren't happy about it. They weren't happy about it. And those guys are run. Did they have runners or would just straight misses? I think a little bit of everything. Really? From, like just visiting with them, they had a little bit of everything. So, I mean, a day can go shitty real quick. It could be, yeah, you call in coyotes, but don't get them killed. It could be you don't call in coyotes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just everything has to come together to have a successful tournament like that. Yeah. And then honestly, but, one of my favorite things about tournaments, which I'll, I'll give these two tournaments big pats on the back. Um Honestly, even Natural Born Killers, I haven't been there in a few years now, but Explicit and Midwest Wildlife. My two favorite tournaments I do. They do the weigh-ins the right way. It's a it's a big yeah. to me, I'll explain it like it's a it's a banquet. Yes. They've got they've got raffles, both of them. They've got giveaways. Uh food. They've, they've got food. Mm-hmm. Um World's had food. Midwest Wildlife's got a band. Yeah. Uh, well, they did last year. I'm assuming they're, they they're are this year this too. Year. Um, and then when you know when the teams are found out, whoever wins, you know they they call them up, they announce them. Mm-hmm. You know they they do a good job. You know with the I guess I'd call it the pomp and circumstance. Circumstance, correct? Is that how it goes? Pomp, pomp and circumstance. And circumstance. Yep. Uh, after the fact. Yeah, that's that's what I would say. I'm the most. I don't want to use the word disappointed, but. Uh, did not meet my expectations of quote unquote worlds, you mm-hmm. know. Um, ex- like you said, explicit Midwest wildlife is what I set my my probably two standards off of of what I expect a a very well run tournament to be. Mm-hmm. Um, with that much money on the line, I really thought, like you said, there would be quite a bit of pomp and circumstance. Um, we went back to check-ins with one dog because you never know. You could fall in that big dog and category. And we usually do. By chance. Like, right. I, I've always done it. Right. But this you time, got a rough day, and yeah. it was a And we were far drive. away, and we're like, yeah. hey, there's some food right here. Right. And so we wanted to see who won, what won, how they did it. Like, it's worlds, man. They're going to get belt buckles, 20 grand. Like, this is going to be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was a lack of transparency on, you know, we got to watch videos. 
all like explicit in Midwest Wildlife are straight. Hey, uh, if you have a question, come watch the video. If you this is public, if you guys want to watch these videos, I'm going to watch the videos. You can stand over my shoulder. Like the judges has to be the one to watch. Right. You can stand over my shoulder. That wasn't necessarily the case at Worlds. They went into private rooms to watch the video with the teams. Um, I wonder why they do it that way. And I, I know these guys haven't done like the tournament for many, like as many years as like Jesse and right. um, you know Midwest Wildlife boys have. But like then the winners, like there's no announcement. I know it was late. It was a late day. Everybody was tired, ready to go home. Not a lot of people stayed around to see who won twenty grand. Shocked me. I mean, that was their own choice. That wasn't had anything to do with the tournament. That was those people's own choice. They went home. Right. Um, but as far as, like, they kind of just walked out, handed them the stuff, and There left. you go. Like, I, I was sitting right there and still didn't know the people's names until I had to go ask. Really? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. And I, I – good tournament. I'm not saying anything, anything was shady. I, I don't – there's no, you know – sign of that nobody came in with 22 dogs or right, nothing like right. that i mean just not your not your cup of tea as far as like eight's realistic the, the i just bank. i expected more pomp and circumstance i expected a bigger deal to be made out of it it's you know i quote unquote worlds this big banquet style um reception right um and again i set my standards from explicit midwest wildlife and and honestly those are high standards yeah i mean i like how both of them are ran I they mean, both have their differences. Jesse, admit, I explicit, kind of focuses on, you know, giveaways, hooking everybody up. Yeah. He he lo- I mean, gets the sponsors out there and gets recognized. I mean, this is a, a benefit for everybody. Mm-hmm. Midwest Wildlife puts on one heck of an entertainment. Like I said, they have band. They announce. Shit ton of raffles. There's raffles. There's, I mean, you name it. Like, a lot they of fun. Have, yeah. yeah really good chili. I want to oh, say, yeah. say it's a party, but. It's a party. It's a freaking party, man. Like, like that, I saw today he posted, like, Friday's check-in. He's like, hey, I got a band Friday, so yeah. plan on sticking around, drinking some beers, oh, nice. you know, hanging they, out. They want to get like-minded people in the same spot, and that's why the tournaments are Talk, fun. man. Visit. Wait, how many people BS, have we met Tell your stories. Right. From these, from these tournaments. Oh, a lot. You know, just by talking, you know. Um, I mean, I'll talk to a wall. So, you know, if somebody's standing there, talk, sitting there, I'll – I'll talk to him, right? Yeah. So I've met some people. Uh, and, you know, to the listeners, when this episode comes out, reply on the social media post or send us a message. What's your favorite tournament in Missouri? Yeah. You yeah. know, what's because, you know, we pretty much hunt the tournaments around Local. us. Um, we would love to go to different ones, but, you know, we, we're not going to. So um, reply what your favorite tournaments are. You know, what, what do you enjoy about the ones that you go to every year or whatever yeah and I'm honestly hoping, those are our you know, midwest wildlife is going to be probably my last daytime for the year i would like to do a night one i would like to do a night one if i can find i want to do one though that's just just night, night. yeah not like, a full there's a lot hours. of them coming up that are night and then the next day till noon or and something. i like my marriage <laughs> and i can get by with one or the other right you know i hear you or like it starts Saturday, and then you you check in Sunday morning. So right. it's a twenty four hour. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the Saturday is the part that gets me because I can do Saturday night or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it would be fun. I mean, I I'd like to do. What's the one up north that you talked about? Mercer. No, that I mean Mercer's one, but uh, a buddy of mine. T- yeah, it's in Purden, I believe. There's one in Norburn this weekend. That's yep. a day and a half. 
Starts at night, goes to like noon the next day. Really thought about that one. That one would be a good time. Two man teams though. That, yeah, two man teams, and you which know, is fine. It's just I'm not going to miss Midwest Wildlife. Like I said, it's yeah, one of my favorite one. ones. Yeah. So even though I forgot to put them on the initial list, my apologies. <laughs> You're number two. My bad. Uh, you know what? I, and I think the other reason why we like Midwest and Explicit also is we know the people that put on both yeah, of those. Yeah. You know Ryan Greco with Midwest Wildlife and his folks uh, Cody Hemi and right. Um, and I don't Whoever believe, else I'm forgetting. And I, well, honestly, I don't believe. I know neither one of those groups will put up with any BS. Anybody comes right. in that's sketchy, trying to do some shit, they're gone. Right. right. The Coyote yeah. Challenge. It's Saturday, February 18th. Uh, check in. Register the 17th at 7, and then you check in at 7 Saturday. Say that again. You check. You register at the... 17th at 7 p.m., and then you check in at 7 p.m. Saturday so evening. It's a day, yeah. So it's a 24-hour. Can you, can you start hunting It's at the Purdy Community Center. You start hunting that night? I'm pretty after, sure. After, after checking, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because I, I asked. It doesn't use any. much different than a normal term. Normal because you check in Fridays. You like, See, my this, wife's asleep by the time get this back home anyway. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure this one's a little different. This one, okay, here use of any legal means of hunt, hunting or trapping that's just is a killing tournament yeah that's just a killing so or trapping trapping i've never had it but where what, you could trap. You, like, trap during the that day how do you prove your traps are empty before that right i guess you, you know what i'm saying like you come back with coyotes, trap come back with coyotes. 10 freaking dogs and leave them for three days waiting I, I mean, I know you're like supposed to you check your trap. You probably have to video them in the trap and then right. video Maybe. killing them. But I'm how do you know? I'm pretty sure this is the first time the trap, they're doing you know, this one. You don't know. Yeah. I think yeah. this is the first time. They're going to work deal. out some kinks. So, uh, you know, sure. you know hot, hot beef plate dinner. Uh, you know, Hell yeah. So I'm down. But you can, you can probably it? tell if a foot's been in the trap for more than. Yeah, they probably. I would think so. No, Like that one that one that we killed, you could tell that was an old wound. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would assume that thing was caught in a trap and freaking broke it off or something like that so speaking of coyote feet in worlds oh. i was standing there dude i seen this thing. the one with five legs there was a coyote with five freaking legs that got checked in with the little nub thingy the little nub sticking out yeah i saw that I saw did that it, online did, the it have, one, did it have ta- nails? dude it straight up looked like damn strong hand <laughs> <laughs> did it have nails like um the one of them did the other one i don't think did it was more of like from like an like had an elbow joint yeah down hmm. i killed one Early on, it had uh, its back left leg was the little nub, like a three-inch leg. Yeah. Paw and everything. No shit. Yep. That's pretty sweet. But uh, Was there any black dogs checked in? There that? are some darker dogs. I wouldn't call them black. There's some chocolate-looking ones. Um, the one thing I did like about Worlds is that the Department of Conservation had representatives there. They had two agents. They had one agent, actually, that, that, at check-in, and then they had two agents uh, – or one agent at sign-up and two agents at check-in, and they verified that everyone that checked a coyote had a had a hunting license. Nice. Oh, everybody nice. was legal. They'd stand around. They're good dudes, man. Stand around. They BS with you. Yeah, doing their jobs. The man. only like, the only other time I've seen them at Explicit, not this last one, but yeah. the year before, and I've seen them at uh, Midwest. Midwest. And there's been a couple time. of agents that hunted in those before sure. too. So yeah. I mean, but I, I have I'm happy they're there. I'm not doing. I mean. I have nothing to hide. Come check my stuff. Hey, yeah. if you don't get your tag, I want you to do it the right way. And a tag's cheap. It was at ten bucks. Yeah. What are they like that? I mean, I don't know. If you're out of state, I guess it might be a little more. But I don't if know if small games tag really is that. I don't much think it's that. If you didn't buy a tag, right? Yeah. That's that's a 
And I like that, you know, because that's the first one where even like when they're at Midwest, um, the first time I actually have only seen him there one time. I don't remember him checking anybody. He was. I don't just, think. I think, I think he, was he was just, just there. there. If you wanted to check a dog at Worlds, yeah, and that's what you that's told legit. me. You I had mean, to, that, I had to pull, right. out my, pull out my phone and show them my um, tag, my, my tag on my app, and then show them my ID. Yeah, I like wrong that. with it. I they, like it. They asked what team number, where did you hunt? Let me see your license. I like that. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a good idea. <laughs> see a truck pull in. They <laughs> just pull <laughs> go off road. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wrong tournament. <laughs> Got switched around yeah. around here. Anyway, uh, no, it was it was a good time. Awesome. But we're gonna do uh, Midwest Wildlife this weekend. Yep. Uh, actually, we'll have four guys on our team, which is one thing I really love about Midwest. You can have up to four on your teams. Yeah, it's a lot of guys, but it's a lot it's, of fun. Right. It's a this lot is of guys. A, this tournament for me. You it is for just right a reasons, strictly yeah. fun tournament. Yep. I could care less. I, I want to kill a few yeah, dogs. I'd or like to win. Some, we had well, four, sure, we but had four with uh, the NBK tournament, and it's a challenge to try to hide four people. But it is it's fun. See. Yeah. I'm not even worried about hiding Austin a lot. <laughs> I'm not even worried about hiding four people. To be honest with you, it's it's more the logistics of the truck. Yeah, because four guys in a dude. truck with all your shit is the hardest thing. Not for if me. you got a camper shell, dude. I know. I've I uh, I got the. We got haven't the old... we haven't talked to Andy. Got a new rig. I do. Yeah, he got him a new hunting rig. I'm gonna call it your hunting rig because that's mainly what it is, right? I mean, for the moment, it has been. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, the it's... shagging wagon. What I called it <laughs> something the other day, and actually. I liked it. Oh, oh I called it. I'm to make fun of you if you named your oh, truck. Oh, I named it. You loser. He named his last truck. It was a baby truck. It was a baby yeah, truck. Yeah, it was just because it looked like a baby truck. It, I mean, I, it's not really a name. Pat, Pat has baby truck now. Yeah, I know. I heard. Yeah. I don't remember what I called it. But it's got a camper shell. It's got a, yeah, so I got a new truck, camper shell. We throw some blankets in the back. It has a rhino lining, and then we put blankets over it and make it soft so we can keep all of our gear back there. And yeah. It works pretty good. My next truck will hopefully have a camper shell. I'm not. My wife makes fun. Oh, of me pretty I, hardcore. Oh, my Amy, wife. Amy, like, because I've told her, I was like, man, I really like to get a camper shell. The coyote caddy. That's why I call the coyote caddy. Ooh, Caddy's that's sweet. Freaking. Dude. You should get a. That's sweet, dude. That's a good name. Says the guy who has named all his deer after Mortal Kombat. I named right. a truck. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, a no, I'm a douche. <laughs> this dude names who, every deer. Who's it? Who, cool. who nicknames a truck? <laughs> Usually everybody. I mean, most. Yeah. I call mine tinfoil. Cut. That makes sense. It looks coyote really, caddy. I don't know. It's he hauls, you know, he hauls coyote, dead coyotes around here. That no matter, makes sense. No matter what, no, Micah, we're talking to a guy who thinks Sub Zero can beat Chuck Norris in a fight. That's true because it can. No matter what name you would have given your truck, I was going to make fun of you for it. Well, I know. You could have named it Sub Zero. <laughs> would have been like, what a douche. Speaking of Chuck Norris, did you know Chuck Norris doesn't even hunt because that would imply that you know he might not get something. So Chuck Norris just goes killing. nice time to put that in there yeah but uh anyway um he didn't run it my wife is mad at me mad at you actually i feel like your wife's mad at me a lot but she doesn't tell me that because i was like andy got a new truck and our trucks are the same truck Mm -hmm. just a few years apart and i said i really like that camper shell i'd like to find the same age i thought you no mine mine's three years older than yours mine's 11 oh yeah same body style same yeah same body style and uh She's like, you seriously want to spend money on a camper shell? It's like, you should see it. Wait till your wife. And I think she said, you know how I know you're 60? (laughs) (laughs) Amy says the same, because I've, like I said, I've talked about it. I'm like, I really would like to have one. She's like, why? It looks like an old man truck. I'm like, I don't care. They make sense. You had a camper shell on your truck when you guys went to New Mexico for elk. 
Yeah. I mean, you can't, a shit, isn't dude, it? Dude, it's, oh, yeah. it's awesome. Didn't match. Didn't fit right. But it worked. <laughs> it was on there. Oh, my God, it worked. <laughs> you just needed That would be my problem. I'd have to match my truck because my OCD won't allow. Your, your wife's not going to like me uh, soon again. What, did you buy another truck? No. Wheels and tires? Helmet. Oh, did you finally pull the trigger on it? Can we my wife's not compare like who's me. bigger? <laughs> 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 well, we have to get our stuff first. Yeah. We're still waiting for our, well, our micros. Hopefully when that shows up, then I'll have... But I went ahead and spent the money for a helmet to mount my... Uh, scanner. Call it? Scanner. That's sweet. How'd you know what to buy? Just I just, put on my big boy pants and made a decision. Don't lie. What? How did you get the information on what to buy? I put on my big boy pants and made S- a decision. And sent a text to Brandon? No. Because <laughs> that's what I did. I, I asked I him what his stuff him. is, and I just saved it. Dude, my problem... But... And, I have. Uh, I love my my buddy Calder. Uh huh. He will spend way too much of my money. Yeah, he does. That's all I'm right. a cheap ass, and I might buy the shit, but I will buy the cheap shit. You know what and I? Then it'll ha- break. You know what I? And have? I'll get pissed and buy the expensive shit. You know what I have though? A Russell. You do have a Russell. He's already got a helmet set up for me. <laughs> Coming in the mail. I'm like, sweet. He's like, do you have a battery cable? I'm like, I don't know yet. I want you to know. We'll figure it out. So do you have? Do you use the battery pack in the back? Do you have the the? Holder? I haven't yet. Yeah. I just got a counterweight. Just so I ordered a counterweight for it. Until I have my well, own thermal, I'll worry about that. Thing. So those micros, what's gonna? What I've heard is nice about them on our YouTube reviews that we have. They use that. I think it's an eighteen fifty battery. Yeah. Um, they're like for the rechargeable ones. They're like ten dollars a piece. He's like, go buy half dozen of them, put them in your pocket. Yeah. And when the one dies, just. And put the other one in. Last. Yeah, they're so easy, apparently. to They're so cheap and easy to replace, apparently. I'm so, just excited to be able to have a scanner and not, like, break my back looking through the gun all the time. really nice. It's kind of a pain. It's kind of a pain. Even holding it's a pain in the ass. It is. Mm-hmm. At least we'll have one at night. Yeah, because you yeah. have a scanner you hold, right? Yeah. yeah. But, to be fair, that scanner you hold is pretty badass. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Still better than looking you, through your... You can get a helmet mount for that damn thing. Really? Like a 3D printed son of a bitch, Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how well that probably, would work, yeah. but what's now, your scanner the, you got now? Pulsar, right? Yeah, yeah. The thing I am most like concerned about, again, like I said, I'm I'm a cheap ass. The mount I bought, like I read, about, I was reading reviews and reviews and reviews, trying to make sure I got the right one. There was a model of this one that didn't work well with the J arm that you have to have. I bought the J arm that it specifically says, but I'm gonna be I'm a little nervous until I get it in my hands that it actually works. Just keep your receipts. Yeah, you'll find out, I guess. That's a good thing about Amazon. It's pretty easy to return stuff. That's true. So speaking of night hunting, let's talk about depredation tags. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a, like an interesting topic because <clears throat> we got a depredation tag this year, and we've had them before, I think, in years past, haven't you? Yeah, I've had right uh, one other time. So, uh, Micah, explain what a depredation tag is to people who don't know. If a landowner has reason for like if they have livestock and they have a death you know if a coyote they have a is, death in the family if they if the coyotes killing their livestock and they can prove it then they can go to the conservation and go through a process of getting a depredation tag and during that they can play put a representative to be their hunter mm-hmm. all right so we got picked to be this person's uh you know representative to be their representative and so we were able to go out there before thermal season actually started starts tonight 
uh, we were able to go out there 10 days before and uh, shoot coyotes at night with thermals. So we we went out a handful of times. Yeah. We've had success two of those, killed dogs. There are a lot more dogs out there. So I'll say this about depredation tags. What's cool because you get to, you know, hunt them out of sight of the normal, mm-hmm. you know, thermal season if you get them. But don't you feel an added uh, level of pressure? Definitely. Because, I mean, I, I've been talking to the <laughs> landowner. Same and with you, Andy, like when you've – Oh, you know like, how shitty it is because the one I did have, I, I, you know, he went through the – the farmer went through the trouble of getting me the tag, you know, and, and, and getting everything lined up. I killed zero coyotes. Right, right. I, I missed two of them. And I was like – So was the t- pressure was off. I mean, I you so still pissed. felt the pressure, but night one we killed one. Right. So I was like, okay, <sighs> Ooh, a little bit of relief. <laughs> but we saw – the first night we saw eight – well, second night we saw six. The other night we we went out, we saw six. Some of those are going to be the same dogs, possibly. At one point, we had six in one field. Yes, that night, yes. Yeah. The other night, sure, there could have been some that moved over and, you know, got with the other ones. Yeah, whatever. but weren't those, like, those eight, weren't those different? I don't think so. The same, I think when we seen same eight, dogs. I, I think they were all the, I think they're all different dogs. Oh, and that could, you could be right, dude. They're out there. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you don't know. But, uh. But, I mean, we killed some dogs, and we're going to go out there tonight, and I'm hoping we can put the smack down on freaking four of them, you know, or something like that, really. Eight. And Ten. <laughs> no, that'd Ten. be great. But the landowner, Because we'll mean, have how many rifles? Four. See? Boom. You got both going? Mm-hmm. Micah just like, oh, oh Mooch Micah. <laughs> He's <laughs> got going. I feel, <laughs> I feel bad. I really do. No, you don't. Let's get him a name no, tag. No, you don't. <laughs> Mooch Micah. I'll, I'll take that. I'll Mooch take that Micah. right now. It's more... Poor Micah. We'll just say poor Micah. Because Micah's poor. You just, he can't afford you just nothing. Right you to use your money on other things. You just bought sure. a brand new gun. Yeah. yeah I did. Correct? Yeah, I did. Okay. okay. Just make it sure. Yeah. I probably, probably should have. But there's some other things going on that I was like, I don't want to put my money into that if I know I got something down. Yeah. And blah, blah, yeah. blah. And yeah. Don't blame me. Right. But it would be nice to have my own. <laughs> Not going to lie. But you got like you should have seen. I know the listener will not ever see this, but you should have seen Micah's eyes light up when he found out Russell like has something. two. Well, I, I was talking to Russell earlier today, and it, one of them we've kind of you've had problems with. You yeah, know? you can almost have it for free if it fucking keeps doing. <laughs> <laughs> so you deal with it. So I, I was not expecting. Guess which one I was, Micah's using? No, that's fine. I don't care, man. I'll take what I can get. I like scanning too. Yeah, it's nice just to be able. To, it's fun. I mean. If you're out there and you got something that you can look through, it's a good time. You know, oh. as long as you – but if you don't have anything where you're looking through, you're just literally – you're looking standing in the dark. In the dark. <laughs> you are standing in the dark just hoping those – hey, there's one over here. Oh, cool. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, it's it's nice to have uh, have something to look through. So yeah. And that makes it nice with your guys's. Y'all can Bluetooth to your phones. Yeah. So, yeah. even if there's only one gun out there – you can sit there and watch the guy's phone, and you can still be in the action. Like, with like the second time we went, Micah's got my gun. Oh, there's there's a coyote right there. Cool. <laughs> can I have my freaking rifle? <laughs> I was like, they're right there. Dude, they're right here. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're holding my gun right now. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I mean, depredation tags, That's you feel that extra pressure for sure. Because I've been contacted. This lady, she's, she is – 
apparently she's had a lot of like they've had a cow die on the cow actually drowned but so they had to get rid of the cow they threw it in the very back pasture hoping that it's going to attract more coyotes that we can kill so and i'm and uh, i'm trying to explain like i really appreciate that but if we would just bad winds right i was like because the way that this property works if we come in with any type of north wind, those dogs are going to smell us before and we even see that. them. Like they know that their best time to go eat that cow is a north wind, probably because they're predators. Yeah. Know. So I'm and trying to relay that the, to the. This is one of the first times since we started thermal hunting that I've I've really recognized they are just as smart at night at that place as they oh. are during the day. There's they have circled us night. two different times and got our winds. Circling from like from. last year, I remember us three. We watched those ones eight hundred yards out, take an eight hundred yard circle yep. all the way behind. That us was the only time I've ever seen that, though. Yeah, you. Before that, you always they always came in right. for the most part, but they they get when, smart, dude. When you're hunting at night, it makes you realize during the day what you could be missing because you can't see it. Right, right, right. You're, yeah, you're missing eighty percent of the coyotes out there. I would agree, probably because that's what I love about my thermal. And Andy, I know yours. I think does the same thing. I can see into the timber. Yeah. Like if there's a if there's a coyote walking 40 yards back in the woods, I can see him. You're not going to see that. You're not going to see that during the day. Never. No. So it's it's pretty cool. Um but yeah, depredation tags are are interesting because you know, it's outside of the season. It makes Usually it, the landowner really really wants you out there if they're going to go through the hassle of calling the conservation agent, mm-hmm. having them come out and, and write she was that tag. like I I told her cuz she she didn't know about night hunting and you know the season and stuff of it and and she was telling me what all was going on i was like well if you really just want to get numbers down we need to wait till the thermal season starts that'll be our best chances of you know stacking stacking bodies <laughs> so <laughs> and she i was like the only way we can get, and i was like that starts february 1st the only way we can get around that is if you can prove to the conservation that you've had these losses she's like i'll get back with you in a minute not 10 minutes later goes by conservation is dropping the tag off tomorrow so she's i mean yeah she's she's had some losses and and the good thing is with this landowner they seem to be pretty happy with what we've done so far and i I text her today hey we're going to be coming out tonight heck yeah get them all you know they've really been eating that cow up i know they're around like perfect so it's pretty awesome we'll be out there and then obviously uh Thermal season starts today. We're going to be doing a lot of it because in Missouri we get two months. Um, so what I love about thermal season is we can do it at night. Yeah. Obviously, that's when you do it. Um, and it's much easier Easy. on the wife and kids. Harder on your body. They but. are asleep <laughs> and I'm playing. Yep. You know? For me, it's not the worst thing in the world because I am a night owl. But – there's been nights where we've been out till three in the morning, and then that makes for a rough day the next day. That's usually that's usually on like a Friday or Saturday when we're doing that. I don't know. We I'm, did it like a Wednesday one time. And I, it's still it rough. fucked me all week. Yes. We, about, we about to do it this Wednesday. I know. No, we're not. We're not staying. <laughs> I'm kind of with Andy. Midnight and I'm out, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, but anything else? Let's get off here. Let's go kill some dogs. You called uh, me a little bitch when I said I'm done at midnight. You did. I did. You did. <laughs> I was. I, to, I, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Micah talks shit all the time he on does. text messages. That's true. You do. That's true. You literally talk shit 24-7. I find that very amusing. I know. <laughs> Helps me get me through my day. So <laughs> I know. Appreciate Make that. Go my <laughs> don't ever, anything I say, just don't take it serious. 
I Except never for have. me beating your ass. I will beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I stand behind that statement. See, now I can't take it serious. <laughs> I stand behind that statement. All right. Anything so, else? Uh, do we have anything else? Let's go kill Kyle. Russell, I'm, I'm glad you got to hop on with us for 15 minutes and yeah, say five hello. Words. Yeah. I spent three hours in the reloading room. So I know, I dude. Here, so. well, well, I texted, hey. you know, we were like, hey. It's the season. Let's go. Let's go tonight. And we're like, let's let's get Russell out there too. So I texted him. He's like, oh shit, I got to reload yeah. some oh, stuff. <laughs> you, hey, Russell's, Russell's rounds right now are like CC's pizzas. Yeah, hot, fresh, and ready to go. He sent me a video of him getting them prepared. Yeah, and I think I replied to you. Why does this oddly turn me on? <laughs> or it's oddly satisfying. Or yeah. something. Everything oddly turns you on. It's very creepy. <laughs> so does uh, the coyote caddy. Uh, Again, still creepy. Yeah, I realize, just the way you say it. It is. You got any candy in there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's out. go. Let's go do some night hunting. Let's do it. See you guys. See bang, you. Bang.